This is Kai Stewart, reading bedtime stories for nobody. The things we believe are a blanket. They keep us warm and put a little distance between us and what would touch us. It's easy to forget, but all our teeth are always moving, moving just a little, just a little like a stream moves in its bed. My teeth have more room now, and they stretch and slide. They sing low, merlot notes of freedom and wakefulness. They call to each other across the chasm. So good to see my rug reflected in a silver mirror. So good to think my rug is precious now. It opens a door into my stuffy house, a door I've longed to open, not one of those I've barred. Maybe so, but it's just a picture of a door. It's only a plate of sunshine and waving yellow grass. Only the outside on TV. And I watch it for hours. There's a better little door I know. A little white door, very low. And I open it daily. It leads into tiny, enormous boxes, outsides. It holds a whole outdoors. It's the only spectroscope that shows me these colors. What has no circumference and gets bigger the deeper in you go? At Dianza, there's a sunken garden where people throw money in the water, a donation to those in need of it. It's warm and fresh with grass and cement, and at the end of the lawn is a historic house no one goes into. That place is not here. We don't go in. One time I did, though just for curiosity, and I remember a copper-green vase on a white pedestal, a salted brass plaque, and I am almost certainly making them up. I remember a dim room lit by an open door, and a bemused volunteer. I've never been in that room. This place is not that place. That place is not here. Here there is a wingless airplane on top of a building. But that's someone else's place. No one goes there. There's a garden fenced by naked pianos. There are paper birds and wooden bananas. There are walls with no windows. Here there are pigeons sleeping on their nests. Here is halfway between two rail lines, and the different voices of the trains call to each other in passing. Here there is a heaviness, a weight that pulls me out of my life. A pressure that leaves me in vacuum, flailing my arms against no purchase. Here is a wall making sparkling conversation. Here are stripes, breathing contentedly against sage. Something is always purring. Cool water rises in my throat. If I have to go to this office one more day, I will die and revive and die and be dead and die further and measure my death in degrees, in volts, in years. Don't be afraid. Everyone dies. It's one of the things we all get. And if it's good enough for David Bowie, well. But before that, I want to be a hero. I want to be bright and beautiful and steadfast and close to people I admire. 
I've started to watch the poison when it creeps out of the cracks. For so long, everything was poison. The air, the baseboards, my skin and fingernails, the eyes of strangers as they slide away, the eyes of friends as they don't, the nauseous wind and the clammy sun, my butolic hopes and tapeworm memories, and you can't follow water when you're a teabag. But now the poison sinks and rises, and at its ebb I can breathe, and see and touch, and when it seeps in, I can stop up the cracks or dam up the well, or at least say to myself, this water is poison, be sure to take good care of yourself before I drink. The things we believe are a dish towel to sop up liquid and store it until it mildews. And sometimes when I'm towing from hold to hold down the mountain, I think with whist of how I've climbed a clean staircase. And sometimes when I'm sitting at ease in a flat white flat, I think of broken shadows and murmuring green and secrets you can set a little weight on. And sometimes I see what's before me. A window does two jobs, and any way it breaks, it still does one of them. News breaks open and spreads its spores around, but when I say heartbreak, I mean like a bone that heals wrong and never works quite right afterwards. And this world is curbs and marbles. The things that make my whole world are so small. I could breathe them off the stem and away into the meadow. And maybe in time they would settle into some stable secret and split open. And maybe in time they will wind their roots around and hold something together. And maybe they'll crumble into food for whatever comes next. And maybe... Maybe your bad men's will be rebroken and set better, and when you heal again, you'll find movement long lost to you. And maybe, some of these days, a moment will open up before you and you'll breathe until you're full of it. And maybe it's fine to stay a little hungry. When I say break, I mean like a plate on the curb, like a car at a 4 a.m. stoplight, waiting, waiting, like a hip, like a record. A long run of expected notes and then a hitch, a run and a hitch. And when you feel the run ending, you start to freeze a little, a little faster every time, waiting for the stumble you know is coming, the impact, the tear. But, but that was then. And this is now. Now we have no apprehension and no future. Now is the endless unspooling curiosity and gentle buffet of other lanterns wandering skyward.